For those of us that believe that life in the womb is sacred and should be protected, we celebrate, naturally, the overturning of Roe versus Wade. At the same time, the response to what has taken place since the Supreme Court came down with their decision, the response has been eye-opening and incredibly disappointing in terms of people who are absolutely livid. They are so angry that it becomes less convenient, and that's really all that it is. It'll be less convenient to get an abortion. And yet the, the response has been such that the anger, the, the violence that has taken place, and when you see this, you stop and you think, wait a minute, they're angry because they can't just at will take the life of their unborn baby in any given state in the country. People will still be able to get abortions, and they will. And so as we look at this, let's pull back for a second, and although we are thankful for the Supreme Court making the right decision, at the same time, we've got to see the reality of where people are and the deception that exists. This is a tragedy. It really is. That less babies will be aborted is, yes, a good thing. But we're seeing the underlying darkness in the hearts of so many people. Well, with this in mind, I'd like to share something that we have in the past held out as an example of people who have faced the difficult reality of abortion, having had an abortion, or having in some way participated in an abortion, and then they've come to a recognition that this is this life in the womb is sacred. And then they have turned to the Lord for the forgiveness that he offers. And we want to share uh, just a few of uh, the testimonies of people that courageously uh, came forth and were open and honest with our fellow listeners. They are one of the reasons that Roe versus Wade was overturned. Our first example is a woman by the name of Roxy. I had an uh, abortion when I was 19 years old, and it was a horrible procedure. Um, at the time, I was just scared to go through with anything. I didn't think I was ready for it, and um, I just went ahead and did it. And then years later after that, um, even to this day, I'm wanting to have another one, having complications and um, just being afraid and kind of worried that it won't go through, but I know God will bless me with another child. And I might just didn't think anything of it, but now, if I could turn back the hands of time, I would have never did it. You know, if anybody is in the situation where they're pregnant and they're having people to advise them to go through with the procedure, I just ask that you pray and allow God to show you that he will help you and bring you through everything that the enemy is trying to put on you thinking that this baby is not a blessing because it is a huge blessing. And whatever someone's trying to say that it's a bad thing for you and it's not your time, God's time is always the right time. And whenever he gives you a blessing, it's perfect timing. And just see it through and let God bring you through and you'll see that you made the best decision that you ever made in your life. Some wonderful counsel and advice from Roxy. And now listen to what Heather had to share. Years ago, I had an abortion, and um, every single sister I have has had one. And for we all had different reasons, but um, I know fear was a major factor, being um, bad situations. My mother had one as well, and, you know, it, it was a horrible thing then. 
and uh, God forgives us, but it's something we all have to live with, and I don't know anyone who's ever had one who was happy that they had one. All of us suffer the scar, the guilt of what we've done, and the, <laughs> the sadness for the children that we have now, and sorry, I just believe it. it's a lie. The enemy fed us a long time ago that it was good for us, that it was an option and a choice. And even though it is, it's just such a sad choice because we miss out on the beautiful life of a human being and a, and a precious soul and, um, and the opportunity to be a parent and guide that child to the Lord. I just think it's such a sad state in our country that we're driven and persuaded and and told it's okay to be selfish to the degree that that we would do that to to something God created. There's just so much that takes years and years of healing, and God does heal, but it's always there, and uh, it's affected our family a great deal. Each one of us have. My one sister had to have in vitro children at a later time with with a new marriage and it's just so sad the opportunity we all could have had to have more children than we do now because of being afraid because of different circumstances and thinking that choice was was something that was going to eliminate pain and it all it did was cause more pain my daughter always wanted to be the little sister and in a way she is she has two siblings that are not with us but um she knows, and I always was honest with her. If anything bad happened, I wanted her to know, we'll always be there for you. And I know some young people are so afraid because they don't have support. They don't have people loving them and telling them, we'll make it work. We'll, we'll figure it out. Don't, don't stress about a baby. I mean, society has convinced us that having a, uh, having a pregnancy is something to be afraid of as a young person. I am so grateful for what uh, Heather shared. And her heart moved my heart. By the way, I know this is heavy, but we need to hear this. We need to hear from these courageous people. And what Heather said is so true. Satan has fed us a lie, and it is supernatural. And we need to be praying that the Lord right now will move in a mighty way and begin to turn this all around. Having heard from two very courageous ladies, now let's listen to a man who is uh, accepting responsibility for his actions. His name is Richard. I was on the other end uh, of an unwanted pregnancy, and I wanted to, I wanted to have a child, and um, the uh, the lady didn't want to, and and even though I voiced my opinion, um, it was it was a immoral situation. Um, and she didn't see any way uh, of having the child and putting them up for adoption. Um, she didn't. She didn't agree with me, and uh, I guess I was participant in the abortion because I, I did drive her there, and, and uh, it hurt my feelings. This is only the first time I've ever talked about it uh, with anybody. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate your your show and, and the chance to call in. I have since um, received the forgiveness that God promises through Jesus. I'd like to encourage all the young men and women out there um, to 
to keep themselves pure, to not put them in, just not put themselves in the situation that I was in. Um, but I do know that the Lord forgives us, and and receiving that forgiveness was something that, that it took me a, a while to overcome. My my testimony is is uh, at that time I was uh, heavily involved in in drinking and drugs and. Uh, I know the word says that sexual immorality, it, it's, it's one of the sins that we sin against ourselves and nobody. Yes. So I would like to just encourage all the young men and women out there to, to again, if, if they find themselves where it's too late and they've already made that decision, there, there is forgiveness. The Lord has set me free uh, from the guilt of that. I haven't had a drink or a drug for over eight years now, almost nine years. I just want to encourage all the young men and women out there to receive, to receive his forgiveness. And let me quickly reinforce what Richard shared. There is no sin beyond the grace of God or the work of the cross. If you have trusted in Jesus Christ as Savior, all your sins are forgiven, including the sin of taking the life of your unborn baby. Well, I have comments from several other listeners who called into our broadcast. Uh, We have time for one more, and this is Anna. And Anna was very encouraging to us in terms of our ministry, but also so encouraging to all that have gone down this difficult path. I just have one uh, thing to say. is um, I just want to thank you for your ministry and the radio program that you do. Um, I don't usually get a chance to listen to you of the time that I have to work, but um, today I got a chance to listen, and I'm very grateful and very blessed by your ministry, the work that you do. At 19, I was involved in a relationship, and I found out I was pregnant, and he did not want to be bothered. He was alcoholic, addict. I later found this out after we had separated. But, um, you know, this is the first time I've had to talk about it. I've never talked about it before. Um, it's always been one of those secrets that I've just kept to myself. I never even told my mom that I was pregnant. But at 19, I had gone to a clinic and I went through the procedure. And, you know, for a very long time, um, I just couldn't forgive myself despite the circumstances, and nobody told me that I had an option like divorce, like adoption, thought that this was the only way to end a pregnancy. Later on, I did get married and had a wonderful marriage, and I've been blessed with three beautiful boys, but they had always told me, you know, Mom, I wish we had another sibling, like a brother or a sister, and I'll never know if my first child would have been a daughter. I just want to follow up with what all the other callers have been saying is that, you know, the enemy comes at us when we are definitely at our weakest. Yeah. And he finds that little bit of wiggle room between us and our Savior, and he has a tendency, if we allow it, to have him just walk right through that door. And knowing that we are children of the most beautiful, high, and wonderful God who forgives us of all of our sins, no matter how little or how big we think they are. 
he doesn't see us like that. He sees us as his children, and he loves us, and he cares for us, and he protects us, and he tells us that we are his own. And if there is a 19-year-old boy or girl that thinks that there is no other way out than to end a pregnancy, talk to your parents. Go to them. Yes, it's scary, and yes, it's fearful, but this might be the one conversation that can break down a stronghold. It can break a generation's curse. It'll give everybody an opportunity to talk to each other in love. And, you know, no pregnancy is ever unwanted. No child is ever unwanted. It was made out of love. It's a creation. It's a life. And you made that life. God God put that seed into you to make life. Well, thank you again for your ministry. And um, God bless you and your ministry. And, you know, I know that the words that we are saying will pierce someone's heart. God love it. Shine through. And if that has happened in your life today, and we can help you in any way, please email me. Uh, simply john at org.